Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. So happy birthday, Nick. Happy birthday, my friend. Here's a wish from me. I'm hoping that your special day is everything you want it to be. You're my hero, my pal, my best buddy too. So I say from my heart, happy birthday to you. It's so cute. It's and you know what's even cuter about that is that it's a hamster that's singing that song. No, rodent. And Nick loves hamsters. So let's go ahead. Hey, everyone. Welcome to an exciting episode here on Francie and Friends. Right now, I am joined with uh, my niece back home in South Carolina. She was so little. Tom, they grow up way too fast. Well, tell me about it. My youngest is going to be 28 years old this year. Oh, my gosh. You've got it worse than I do. Wait, Katie, yeah. you're not 28 yet, right? No, I'm only 18. Only 18. Only 18. Oh, my gosh. I remember when she was just a baby. Oh. Well, anyways, we got my niece all the way from South Carolina here. We also got Tom Sawyer here. The problem is hey, we don't have the birthday boy here yet. He's outside. Nickerdoodle. Okay, I call him Nickerdoodle. This is your birthday show. He's outside. Okay, he said he's coming. He's going to call in in just a second. Um, this is actually really cool. Nick, how old are you going to be? He's going to be eight. Wait, you're old enough to date my again. niece. I'm a cougar. I'm a cougar. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are old. 53 years old. Well, here we go. What happy we birthday, got youngster. Tonight, Nick, is <laughs> Tom Sawyer says, happy birthday. Oh. I got it right here. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to give him the phone to say, to respond to you. Nick, call into the show. Okay. Chore. Okay, so here we go. So we're gonna we decided that we were going to do the surprise birthday show for Nick. And his birthday is on Tuesday. Yes, we're a little premature, but who doesn't celebrate their birthday for two days, right? Hey, if you can do it. 
especially if it's a weekend. I mean, come on. <laughs> so here we go. We're going to celebrate, and we're going to wish Nick a happy birthday. And, Nick, you got to call in because I've already got another <coughs> caller. Okay, call in because we got another call. Oh, yeah, he's sorry. He doesn't know how to use his cell phone yet. He's clicking buttons. Oh, um, the call in number is 917 Now, this stuff that happens 15 minutes before the show starts. So what we're going to do is we're going to take calls tonight. We're going to take phone calls tonight because I know a lot of people are going to be calling in tonight to wish Nick a happy birthday. And now that we got Nick on, we and uh, here we go. Hold on, we're okay. Nick, are you there? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we got. Yeah, oh, am I? Added you in. Oh, groovy! Oh, groovy! Groovy, coolies. Okay, and we got a caller, area code four zero eight. That would be me, Francie. That would be Joe! me, Joe. Flynn. Oh my gosh! Yo, Joe! No, gee, no. No, it's not Joe. It's G.I. Joe to you. (laughs) I'm joking. How are you, my friend? Oh, good. Can't complain. And I'm calling in as well to wish Nikki a happy birthday. He's actually 24. I'm actually actually 18. Okay, that's better then. I'm 18. I just turned 18. Maybe I went to the future. (laughs) They they tell me that I'm not. The girls tell me I'm very mature for my age. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't. Whatever you do, Nicholas, don't grow up. It's a trap. You can get older just saying you grow up. That's what Peter Pan said, and look where he's at. I don't even know where he's at, but. Yeah, but he got Wendy, didn't he? I, th- I think Wendy go- got old, and he had to, like, uh, I don't know. He got old, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Steven Spielberg said that. Mm-hmm. Hey. I guess everybody gets old then if Peter Pan can get old. Yeah. Well, old the state of mind. Just don't grow up. That's what keeps you young, you know? Oh, that's true. You have to get older. You don't have to grow up all the way. Yeah, that that's true too. But happy birthday, yeah. my friend. Youngster. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Gee. And here we are on Francie and Friends. Mm-hmm. Francie, where's Francie? I'm right here. I'm 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 listening to everything you're saying, and I I I love that Joe Flynn called in because you and Joe Flynn, you guys actually have like this really cool friendship that's been going on for years. 
true. We can't yes, say how long true. because it, uh, yeah. it breaks the royal code of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> we we can like be safe and say it has been for years. We just don't know. We we can't tell them how many, but it's been for years. Years. Yes. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, and you know, with Tom too. I mean, uh, not just as a published author with Black Bedsheet, but well, you know, that kind of falls in hand in hand. It's the same time frame, but that's been years now too. I mean, geez, so um, Black Bedsheet has been around for eleven years, going on this it's October eleven years, and he came in about three years into it, I think. Uh, two thousand twelve, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Coming out with a book a year on average, pretty much too, and yeah. coming out with one very soon. And you most of all for it. <laughs> I've been working on it. Uh, I've been laboring over it, trying to meet my own deadline. I want to have it okay. done and cut and dry by my birthday. So I'm kind of sliding into home base. Uh, it's just uh, it's it's an editing thing. And also cover-wise, and only you will get this. It's a dandelion thing. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I just I am trying not. I'm trying to make it look cool, and I still want the dandelions in it because I'm stubborn. And it's almost cool, but it's not not quite. So I take it you like that story, the dandelions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People different. like the story. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody asked me. Uh, is it, what's it going to look like? A, a planet shaped like a butt? I go, I don't know. I've got no idea. I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm planning on releasing yours about the same time as Fred Weehy's, which is all ready to go. I'm just uh, I'm going to turn that in tomorrow, and hopefully I'm going to I'm going to show you something like within the next couple of days by my birthday. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, and then oh, and we got a new author too that I just signed out of the blue a few couple of days ago. Cool. But I'm really excited about him. His name is Chris Miller. I haven't announced it yet on Facebook and and everything, but uh, yeah. So um, that that's going to be neat. And then I've got some other authors of mine whose books are coming out, like Raina Young, uh, which has her yeah. uh, Bride of Hamsterstein. That's going to be great. And then uh, yeah. Matthew Ewald is coming back too. So it's like that's that's yeah. what I've been doing lately is just immersing myself into the whole Black Betsy books thing, as I should do, as I well should do. So we're looking kind of like at Tuesday or Wednesday or so? And something like that, yeah. And within the next cool. couple of days, it's it's the last, like, time is ticking. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good news. That's yeah. good news because... Yeah. You you got my order too, right? Because you have to tell me how much I owe you. So. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got that. I'll do that. Okay. That would be ninety nine ninety five. Yeah. Ninety nine, one hundred ninety nine, ninety five. That's right. If you order now, if you order now, we'll double it with an extra couple more books. <laughs> Oh, uh, I just wanted you to know I'm going to be interviewed on the radio up in Traverse City uh, before the convention that's up there Memorial Day weekend. My friend of mine, classmate of mine, is a station manager, program director. So, 
Oh, cool. Okay. So I have to give that black bed sheet books plugs here, you know? Yeah, groovy. Groovy. There you go. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Pardon? I said that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I was flattered that Francie asked me to be part of your birthday celebration, and that's an honor and privilege, and I wish all the best, and hopefully I haven't been too much of a pain in the ass the last few months. <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, if anybody has, I have. I, I've been through some of my own, like, personal demons no, I, and things. And I don't envy you on that. that. You know, it's not just that. It's circumstances beyond my control, too, and then I yeah. went crazy after that a little. Yeah. Kind of a little bit of craziness, and then I got, like, a resurgence kind of uh, after that, and I've been, like, actually, a, a lot of good luck, especially this past week, on just by going online and stuff, some things have been kind of... Um, uh, coming to me that I really like as far as black bedsheet and the business and everything that are kind of, um, uh, I'm really excited about just like one after the other, after the other, it's kind of like, uh, the, the gods must be crazy, but they're looking down on me for some reason. Well, that's good. So, well, yeah. Works, some good stuff. Uh, some announcements I'm going to be making preparation. Too. Yeah. Well, even you know, luck is, some like personal luck. stuff. Like some personal yeah. stuff, it looks like I'm going to be hooking up with some um, comic book uh, colorists and artists in Argentina, of all places, that are going to uh, continue on the work that Gene Tipton did with uh, Shot in the Dark Comics with some of my comic books. Um, I'm, uh, it looks like I'm, I'm very close to a deal with the Yuletide thing. It's already penciled in and everything, and I think I found the right guys for the right price to actually color it and then put it out myself which actually technically means that I'll be opening up somehow a line of maybe comic books starting with my own. I mean, that's what I started oh, to do cool. with Black Anyway, uh, was I kind of just started with my own Red Wet Dirt um, and uh, then, you know, just started publishing other people under that title. So uh, so the comic books are kind of on the horizon here, it looks like. Uh, people have been hitting me up with submissions uh, and a lot of the times I keep going, well, I publish books and I don't really publish comics, but yeah, the door's opening and doors are opening for like some franchises too that I'm, I'm poking my, um, my head into. It's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. Well, and, and all before I'm turning 53, <laughs> because I, you know, well, I mean, cool. I don't know about any of you, but uh, right before a birthday, you kind of look back and see what you've done with yourself the last year. And maybe if you get a, can just get a few more things done and say, Hey, yeah, I was, I was that age when I did all that. <laughs> so it's like, I got two more days to like accomplish a lot of stuff. Hmm. Francie's got another call. I'm going to like take a two minute break and let Francie take back over again. And then well, like I said, luck is the rest to do hard work and preparation. And you've done a lot of that. That's so. true. A lot of hard work. That's what it takes. Doesn't just fall from the sky without doing anything. Oh, no. you know? well, yeah. well, I appreciate you, man, a friend. Uh, I'm grateful to have met you and know you and be one of your authors. So, uh, thank you, and likewise too, Tom and Joe and hi, hi Kayla. Hi. And hi, hi. <laughs> I wanted to say hi. I almost forgot, but hi. Well, yeah. So, by the way, again, happy birthday, Nick. 
I hope, yeah, yeah, Francie was talking. Oh, thanks. Francie was talking, but I told her I think she put herself on mute. I did. I did that none of us can hear. Four zero eight. We are about to pick you up. Um, let me just say also, as Nick has just said, Tom and Joe, dude, you guys have like been through me with the mud work. <laughs> you were always there every Sunday night. No matter how disastrous it was going to be. And I'm so happy that I got to know you both. And I love you guys so much. You're also a very big part of my life. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's an honor and privilege. The privilege is all here. And I love you guys. You're so welcome. Well, feelings mutual. Oh, thank you. All right, let's pick up on 408. 408, you're live. Hey, Francie, it's Fred. Hey, it's Fred. Can you hear, can Fred, you hear me okay? Nick. Yeah. Can you hear me? I just called to wish Nick a happy birthday. Oh, thank, thank you, Fred. This is Good Fred to hear you Weehee. back on the air, Francie. Yeah, yeah we're we're gonna get this we're gonna get this back and rolling, and um, gotta get you back, man. Gotta get you back because you are actually like one of the most popular guests we have. Oh, that's nice to know. Well, it's true. Well, you're, you know, Fred. Fred is a Fred too. is a popular guy. He's a popular guy. <laughs> He's a popular author. And he's a nice guy. <laughs> well, I Andy's appreciate that. I always nice love guy. being on. So, how's everything with you two? I think things are good. Um, uh, I, you know, fair to middling, good. Some days are worse than others, better. <laughs> but uh, I've been kicking her ass to really take her show seriously and kind of get back on top with that because that's a good thing that she's been having and it's been lasting so long and she's just a magnet to get like good people on. And, and I want to get our authors back on so we could do more author interviews and stuff too and get that that rolling like it used to back in the day. So, yeah. yeah that would be I great. I have been working very hard on that, Nick. Yes, I know you have. Good. I know you have. <laughs> so, so, Nick, how old are you? 18. You're 18? Yeah, 18. I knew I was a, I knew I was a little older. I'm 21. Ah, well, you know, I'm eternally 18 because really I'm a vampire. I just don't come out and say it. I have to come out of the closet on that. I guess I just did, didn't I? <laughs> I guess you just did. Yeah. Very, very publicly. publicly. In, in Earth years, 53, though. In, in Earth 53? years, 53. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're just a young whippersnapper. Young whippersnapper. Yeah. Yeah, especially considering I'm in a... April. Oh, you do? Oh, we're pretty much the same age. Yeah. No, hey, I, I cool. did on April 15th. Turned 64. You're just you're just a young guy. 
<laughs> oh yeah, definitely youngster. Well, you're making me feel young, so that's 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 groovy. Any any help helps. <laughs> well, so we're kind of uh, in between there, where we're not old enough, where we have to like walk really slow, but we don't walk as fast as we used to. We just do stupid <laughs> shit slower. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is but pretty let's much face it. it. We don't really grow up. We just know how to act in public now. Yeah. Well, well like I said, growing speak up. Speak for yourself. Fred, <laughs> 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 I'm actually really excited that you called in because I know that you had plans tonight, and this is really cool that you called in. Well, I, yeah, I'm on my way there, so I thought I'd take a few minutes. I, I'm actually having a hard time hearing you guys. It's a little low. I don't know if you can hear me okay. Oh, we can hear okay. you. Okay. Fine. fine. Okay. I'm I'm on my Bluetooth in the car, so. Ah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little low through my radio here. I, I just, uh, Fred, say I just uh, uh, mentioned you before you called, too, and I was talking to Tom because Tom has a book coming out, and so do you, and it's going to be about the same time. So yours is coming out oh, this good. weekend. Yeah. That's cool. Double whammy. All right. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah, and double more whammy. than that. So, yep. Yep. Uh uh, so, uh, well, gee, I, I just, I've, I've had a lot of energy the last, like, uh, three or four weeks or so. And like I was telling everybody else, Fred, uh, just this last week, I've had some strokes of good luck. So good, like, um, uh, some good business, um, stuff going on that, um, uh, I, I, that, uh, just kind of fell in my lap this last week. Uh, uh so you, you'll find out about it soon. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's good stuff. I don't want to say anything Nick. about it yet. Yeah, I know. I, I can uh, you're, be. <laughs> you're a big tease. <laughs> you, remi- you remind me of my high school girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and Nick, we do have another caller. You should see the switchboard. It's And if anybody else, um, I know Terry is asking, um, what do I need to do to call in? Uh, the number is area code 917-889-8895. Uh, call in, and I'm trying to get to all the callers. I actually have a Mrs. X on that's running the switchboard. Who could that be, Kayla? Uh, well, I guess it's a little me. <laughs> I ratted her out. Okay, let's go. Uh, Fred, I definitely appreciate you calling in, and this was so awesome. Oh, you're welcome. I didn't want to miss Nick's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it, Fred. Night. Make, uh, make Francie buy you a nice dinner on your birthday, Nick. Oh, I will. I will. Oh, I'm going to come to the Golden Corral because he gets a free dinner. <laughs> yeah, that'll be another day. <laughs> All right. See how that Talk works? Talk to you soon. Okay, Fred. All right. Love you guys. 
Take care. Oh, wow. We got, okay, okay. We got, okay, I know who the 803 is. That's going to be Bernice. Bernice, give me one second. Let's pick up on 503 because, um, 513 because they've been hanging on for a while. 513, you're live. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, Nick. Francie, it's Horns. Hey, Horns. Hey, there he is. Hey, hey. Happy birthday. Hi, thank you. Oh, one of my uh, favorite they, people in the world. I, I'm not used they, to um, your voice because we talk on the phone. And... <laughs> yeah, do, they give, cool. uh, do they give Do they give senior discounts at Golden Corral? I hope so. <laughs> okay, good. I good. hope so. <laughs> Does that mean that I'm engaged to a senior citizen? Oh. He's a sugar daddy. Now, Terry, how how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, you you know, folks. um, I guess this is the first time I'm going to mention it at all to any. But being that I was talking about uh, projects like uh, the Yuletide thing, comic book that uh, I I'm taking over, and I found colorist for and it, it just might come out after all only of all things through me so i might be opening up a comic book line but um on the other hand horns has been working on uh, um uh, kind of like a redoing not kind of like a redoing of the ragman which i wrote like back in the day and uh uh, it and, and it's awesome. It's exactly I picked the right guy for it too. It's exactly the way in in the in the direction that I wanted it. Picking this guy to do it, so it's just like really great. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. It's, it's exciting. I'm I'm tearing the skin off my fingers every chance I get to you know tap away at the keyboard. So it, it's coming along and it's uh, it's gonna get done. Yeah, I, I am really excited about that. A lot of great things on the horizon. And that's one great thing about being a publisher, to making that decision that I did. I get to hook up with all these like wonderful people that are really inspiring in themselves, like I wasn't inspired in the first place all in my own lonesome. But I get all these other inspiring people, all these other great people that, that do things. And, and uh, if you haven't checked out Horns' books, Check them out. They're they're incredible stuff. Very underrated guy. You deserve a lot more attention than you do, and you'll get it, my friend. Uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, you're too kind. <laughs> but you are well, a very talented writer, so. Oh. And so thank is you, Tom. So is Fred. All of my authors I, are really I know, talented. Everybody is. I could just and, like. Uh, you know, just get each oh, one of them to like, um, you know, just uh, help rule the world and just uh, have bestsellers and get a lot of attention. That's all that all of us down, writers down, want. Down, down, down. down. Okay, whose dog jumped on whose lap? My dog did. Oh, she's trying to jump on me. She's she's a seventy-five pound. German Shepherd Golden Lab wow. mix. Yeah. Wow, that's great. 
Name well, is, her we're name is Marley. We're going to introduce everybody else to the show. Terry, please feel free if, you know, hang on if you want, because I know Nick loves you to death. Along with Fred, along with Tom, I can't tell you how many times Nick has, every day he compliments all all of his authors. He, he loves all you guys. Um, We, Kayla. Yes? Are you ready for your Uncle Bernus? Heck yeah. All right. Hey, Bernus, you're live. Oh, wow, what's up? How you guys doing? Doing good. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, happy day. First of all, let me say happy birthday to Nick. Thank you, Bernice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, you're not a day over 21, I promise you. That that's true. Yeah, I I I agree. Okay. You only, only, only as young as you feel. You know, I feel eighty five, so you know. It actually depends on the day. Yeah, yeah. Some days I get up, I feel like I can run a marathon. Other days I'm like, I mean, is, is that port lines that I slept on, or is that my back? <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been listening, man. I've been listening. Um. What do you get? What do you got new coming out, man? You got anything new coming out? Uh, I got a lot of stuff that's coming out that's new from uh, my authors, like talking about Tom Sawyer's book, uh, The Thing from Uranus, mm-hmm. which is a great science fiction novel. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then Fred's book that we were talking about, which is going to be great. They're all going to be great. And the one that uh, that um, horns. Uh, with the Ragman, that that stuff. That uh, the Ragman is a book that I came out with under Nicholas Randers. Nobody ever read hardly, uh, like uh, years ago, like in the late eighty eighty nine or something, uh, from Critics Choice paperbacks. And so I'm resurrecting that and and giving it a fresh start. And and then um, uh, actually Horns is, <laughs> and um, uh, and then uh, just a lot of other things. Um, uh, if you keep checking out my um, my Facebook page too, you'll you'll um, learn it there first. But there's a lot of stuff in the works. Actually, uh, looks like it's going to be a very productive year all around too. And with the stuff that I have coming out from my authors, if everything goes well, I'll be coming out more with more of those books have at least in the last couple of years. So very busy, and I like it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you want to hear something funny? I'm going to tell you a funny story real quick, and I'll let you get back to your other callers. Certainly. Okay. Friday, Friday. You know, I fly non-rep. You know, I work Delta and Delta Connection flights out of the airport here in South Carolina. And um, I was trying to fly out from San Antonio for Cinco de Mayo. You know, I, I love that type of stuff. And um, I had I put my belt, my only belt, the only belt that I have, I put it in my bag. And then, um, you know, I just put my stuff out. I couldn't get a flight out, you know, and I wrapped for five flights. I, I failed to get out. So earlier, I needed my belt, my only belt. So I reached down my bag. Somebody, I guess, I don't know who it was, TSA or one of my coworkers stole my only belt. Your only belt? My only belt. Wow. I only own one belt, and they took it. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
I well, I'm kind of like that in a way. I only have one belt that fits me. Yeah. And the other belts just I don't know. I use them for holding up the tomato vines. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So when I when I go when I go back into work tomorrow, I'm gonna ask one time who took my belt. Second time I won't ask. I will probably get fired. Wow, it almost in a way sounds like a a good like a, a Chuck Norris film, only it's a karate <laughs> belt, and he goes after the guys that took it. I don't want. I don't have. A, I don't have the. I don't have the best beard like he does. He grows the best beard like anybody. Like other than Duck Dynasty, he grows the best beard. <laughs> yeah, that's. <cool. laughs> Yippity. Hey, 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 um, Kayla, got Uncle Burnus on. I know. Yeah, no. Can you you want to say me? hi? Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I'll let you guys get back to the show. I know, I know Nate's got a lot of uh, people uh, trying to call in and wish him happy birthday. I love you guys. I'll, I'll let you guys go. All right, Ernest, thank you for calling in. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, well, we'll. You're the man. man. Oh, thanks. Okay, (laughs) I'll see you on Facebook. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Nick and you know, I've been talking to Nick about Bernus, and he's a cool guy. I I really like Bernus. We're going to take a little break, and I want to do a little happy song for Nick's birthday. Okay. A happy hey, song. Frenchie, I'm going to cut out now. This is Tom. I'm Sweet girl. 
Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, she is. Well, I I like her. Yeah, uh, uh, she's uh, she's been around on Facebook, uh, and we talked back and forth for a handful of years. She's one of those that you just keep you, you meet on Facebook, and uh, and over over time, it's like a, that's one of the regulars that you you're seeing when you go on that. And she's uh, yeah, great uh, great person. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Anita, wherever you are. Thank you. Okay, okay. I'm going to send the phone number because somebody else wants to call in. I, I've, I'm getting a lot of messages on Facebook right now. How do I call in? Mm-hmm. Well, Francie, I'm going to cut out, but happy birthday, Nicholas. Uh, Oh, you're welcome. I wish all the best. I heard you were saying that when the song was going on, too. I was wondering if you were still there. Okay. Yeah, I was going to let some other callers call in, so. Okay, Tom. Yeah, I'll talk to you more on Facebook. And then uh, once once you get something from me about uh, the thing from Uranus, you're going to get a lot of stuff. So it's all going to come at once. Okay, (laughs) cool. Look forward to it, man. Yeah, me too. Happy, (laughs) Happy birthday. Thanks, Tom. Bye. No problem. Toodles. Bad too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I got I got people that are I'm I'm trying to run the switchboard. Thank goodness I got my little Mrs. X. Who is she? Kayla. So I'm 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 trying to answer people on Facebook, and a lot of people are saying, "How do I call in?" So, okay. So, a needle pulling thread. This is when I should have played the Minion song when I'm answering. Uh, says, hit one. What? Oh. I'm, I'm trying to tell people how to call in. Oh, okay. Hamsters. Hamsters is a swear word for me. So. Nick, yes. I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you want for your birthday? Uh, I want to, uh, I don't know, I've got, I've got everything I need and nothing that I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. Hey, a great day. Actually get a few more things done on that day and then relax and watch a, a couple of good Lucio Fulci movies or something. I, I'm not sure, but, uh, Yeah. Just relaxation and uh, nothing more. I got just about everything that I, I want. Um, yeah, I, it's a nice little cake, but I have to decide which one. Just the small thing. I know. Thing I keep asking nice. you. Do you want? Do you want devil's food cake? Do you want red velvet? Me, I'm not personally, sure. I'm going for that very short cake, ice cream cake. Can I have it and eat it too? Yes. Yes, dear. Oh, good. You You know what? He's so simple. Honestly, this is like the simplest guy to ever buy a present for. Nick, what do you want for your birthday? A shirt? Nick, what do you want for your birthday? A cup that I can drink out of? Nick, what do you want for your birthday? I don't know. Something for the barbecue grill. 
uncle and Kayla. Yes. You met him face yeah. to face. Yes. Our first Christmas together, I asked him, I was like, what do you want for Christmas? His response was, a cup. And I was like, what? And he's like, I want a cup. My parents drink out of coffee mugs. I'm living with my parents. They only have coffee mugs. I want a cup to drink out of. <laughs> Seriously? He's like the he's like the most and no matter how bad the get, the gift is, he opens up and he's like, Ah Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I I don't know. I just kind of, you know, when I need something, I kind of go out and get it if I can afford it. And when it comes time to my birthday, it's just all just nice to just uh, have one. And, you know, and just, I don't know. I mean, get, get whatever. I mean, I like to open up presents, but I like people to open up them more than, you know, than me doing it. Sounds very Santa Clausy, but I uh, just you know, just when you get older. I mean, when I was a kid, it's like gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> when I was, as I got older, it's like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm talking to people on Facebook right now. Um, Nick, let's play another song real quick. Another song? Yeah, I'm talking. To, I'm. I'm. Here we go. Oh wait, Francie. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I was gonna. Uh, there's there's this really good song that they play on the planet Woo, which is where hamsters come from. Um, and uh, um, and and they have uh, they have fish there. They also have a, a superhero called Hamster Fish, and. Uh, they and uh, they they've got some birds there too. And one song that I taught Charlie, my son, to sing was "In uh, all the fish they like to say wah wah, and the hamsters like to say woo woo, and all the birds they like to say wee, the hamsters say wah, the fish all say woo wah." Oh no, back no, strike that, reverse it. But anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys have to hear the adventures of hamster fish sometime. <laughs> you need to write know, sounds, a book, and that's what I keep psychedelic, you. but uh, but yeah, yeah, actually, uh, there's it's a uh, it's a um, a world that I created in my head over the last uh, four years. Nothing to do with horror, but horrifying things do happen on the planet. Woo, especially the Great War between the hamsters and the gerbils. But that's another story. <laughs> And then there's the guinea squid that are part guinea pig, part, part squid, that um, that keep the gerbils at bay. And then, oh, and, and did you know this, too, that hamsters here, they only live like three, four years. But once they die, they go back to the planet, woo their souls, back into their real bodies and report everything that happened to them on the planet Earth. So they learn a lot. They, they really dig our pop culture over there, too. But like I said, that's another story. <laughs> uh, how's that for the Game of Thrones, Kayla? 
Oh, don't get me started because I can literally talk about Game of Thrones for like hours. So can I about the planet? Woo! You know, the hamsters have their supreme general that's the leader of their armies called General So Cute to Me. (laughs) Yeah, but you'll all read about that at some point. (laughs) Yeah, the new episode just came out tonight. The new episode of Game of Thrones just like aired. And I and like we watched it over here, and I cried twice during the episode. But it doesn't pale; it pales in comparison to episode two, where like the last like I say like twenty twenty minutes of the episode, I was just in tears, sobbing. I was just it was this season's good. Ah, I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. I just I guess I don't have time and when I do watch something it's usually like a movie before I go to bed but uh, just uh, so much so many things to do so many things that people want you to watch and like stuff and uh, I got into one thing I got into like um, oh about uh, maybe six seven years ago was uh, the the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. I watched every episode of that thing. Uh, that puppy was really good. Even when it wasn't good, I kept wanting to see it until the end. That's the only only show of that sort where you have to keep watching and there's seasons that I, I saw from beginning to end probably in my whole life. I don't know why. It just was, I was really angry at it because I grew up with the old Battlestar but uh, this one kind of got to you a little bit. Uh, well, got to me. It's no yeah, Game of Thrones uh, because that's a completely different. But I can, I get it though. Uh, I was into the Flash a little bit too, and then after the third season, it kind of lost me. And a yeah, little Supergirl kind of too. With a lot of that's what it is with a lot of those um, CW superhero shows. It's like it it starts off like at like a really like. Um, fast paced like out straight out the gate and then like uh, normally around a lot of them probably around like season three or four that's when it, they kind of what I like to call like murk up the story a little bit at least yeah, in my opinion yeah. they kind of murk it up and try to make it bigger than it needs to be because yeah. like the CW, like, they have money for their shows, but it's not, and, like, retrospect to, like, HBO, Stars, uh, Showtime, they have, like, enough money and, um, like, creative team, a big enough creative team, so, like, if they want to go bigger, they can do it, right? But I feel like, like, the CW, like, when they try to go big with their shows, they don't have, like, enough money and, like, just enough people in general so when they try to go bigger it just kind of gets a little weird yeah yeah it does after a while uh, a lot of shows do that and stuff too i just uh kind of my my screen watching time usually just is like a couple of hours before i go to bed when i i've i've accomplished enough during the day and i can finally like sit down and like relax and watch something most of the time I choose to like just what well, I'm really into um, lately, a lot of the 60s, 70s, 80s B-horror movies, especially the Italian. Um, I, I think they're pronounced Jello films. 
G I A L L O. I think it's pronounced Jello. But they're they're like a really like um low budget uh um a lot of the uh and um I gee, they're hard to explain. <laughs> but I've been really into them. Yeah. It's like the slasher stuff. People. A lot of blood gore, a lot of mystery, a lot of a lot of like uh kind of gratuitous violence and nudity <laughs> stuff. But with uh, a lot of great plots and some stuff that I grew up with I, I had no idea existed and I'm finding out like it's it's almost as if um somebody in the future did these movies and dropped them in the past. There's a timeline uh problem and I, I just suddenly realized, oh, there's all these movies I never even heard of before that never existed before and I'm and I'm digging them from the seventies. And like Lucio Fulci movies that I, 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 uh, I'm really into his stuff more than I ever used to be. And a lot of the Dario Argento stuff and a lot of the uh, uh, Jean Reno from France, his, his vampire chick flicks. And, um, uh, and it all became, uh, it all came uh, as a result of my love for soundtrack albums. And then when I started collecting all the oddball ones, from that time period, I started wondering, uh, you know, I might as well see the movies for these because I dig this music. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, that's what I'm really into and stuff. I hardly have time during the day to really watch anything. And it's really nice to get a lot of stuff done and to kind of work towards that moment where you could sit down and watch something. So I tried to teach yeah. Nancy that because she likes to watch television almost all day long. So now... She has to like go on the computer and do stuff while I play soundtracks all throughout the day. <laughs> Different ones too. I mean, it's not the same kind. I tell her when she says, "Oh, he's playing his soundtracks again." I tell her it's just music because it's all kinds of music. They just happen to be from movies. Yeah, I feel like because like when I I firmly believe that when you're making a movie. Like the music that you have in the movie will like make or break a scene because if you don't have like the right score to go with like a scene and it doesn't mesh well, then you don't pull the scene off as well as you could if you just like waited and like came up with a better score for that particular scene and stuff yeah. or, like sound or anything because I feel like. It's all, it's about like the writing, the acting, and also like the music that's playing at that moment. If it's all like just right at the right time, it's like powerful. But if if something's just one thing's off, then it just like loses meaning. Oh well, yeah, exactly. When it's uh, incorporated into a film, but the the mark of a fabulous soundtrack is that it could be extracted from the film and played on its own and enjoyed by itself. Um, yeah. I do yeah. that, too, with a lot of soundtracks. Like, my Spotify um, list is, is, like, just, like, soundtrack movies. Like, if I, if I like, watch a movie and the soundtrack's good, I'm going to try and find that soundtrack so that I can have it. Yeah, yeah. It reminds you of the movie when you're playing it. Sometimes when you're yeah. playing it, you can when you're doing other things, you can see parts of the movie in your head while it's going on too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like that about that stuff. So yeah, I'm really into that kind of thing. 
lately, Francie. Oh, Francie, you're on mute again. I know. Yes, dear. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you talk. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm trying to uh, tell people where to call, and I think a lot of people think that the show is on Tuesday night. I thought it was. Oh, yeah, I, I heard people saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad well, it's not. Because I'll probably yeah. be sitting watching a Lucio Fulci movie. He's a guy for uh, those of you that don't know his films. I, I I keep bringing him up, so I might as well. He he did like um, old like eighties um, uh, horror movies like uh, Zombie, The Gates of Hell, uh, House by the Cemetery. A lot of stuff that if you haven't, uh, especially you, Kayla, if you haven't seen them, uh, those are good movies. It, great examples of his movies to watch too. They're uh, uh, actually, if you look at them now compared to the movies nowadays, they they are really low budget, um, a little shocky, but uh, um, but people really appreciate them. He's legendary because of these movies too. They're they're great stuff. They're not all horror either. And Magento, the same thing. And a lot of those, I can name a, a whole bunch that I'm into now. Great yeah. stuff. A and whole like, new world. It's a whole new world. <laughs> oh, I know. Here's the thing. I love I Aladdin, but I can't. Lion King remake. Huh? Lion King remake. Okay, here's the That's thing. out of the blue. Okay, I have, I have to make my case. Okay, so... I like the idea, the idea of the Lion King live action. I don't like the idea of the Aladdin live action film, just because I like the trailers and everything. They don't. It doesn't look that good. Like Jafar, Jafar doesn't sound like menacing. He sounds like I could beat him up. Just let's be honest. And the genie, I love Will Smith. Like, I love him so, so much. But when you're up against Robert Williams. Robert Williams, like, exactly. You can't. It's, it's kind of like. Him, um, especially, especially with that film. Especially with that film because he really didn't have a script. Like, they didn't really write anything for the genie, for Robert Williams. They just put him in a sound studio, gave him, like, a scenario, and told him, go ahead. Go on. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And when I heard that Will Smith was playing that role, I was like, um, no. No. Exactly, but here's the thing. With the live action Lion King, like I said, I like the idea of it. I like that they got the same actor who voiced uh, Mufasa in the um, animated version. He's reprising his voice acting for the live action one. And But here's the thing. I don't, and I like who they got cast to play Timon and Pumbaa. Um, I don't like the person that they have um, doing the voice for Scar, though. I don't particularly like him because um, 
all kinds of reasons why things like that happen why there's like you know but the thing is uh, about movies nowadays that i like the most i like uh, that i'm able to still be alive to see them and compared to back in the day it's almost like like um with a lot of the stuff that they come out with especially like um the avengers and stuff uh, things that you just kind of as a kid, you looked at the comic books and wondered, you know, that would be great to actually see this actually happen in front of you. Uh, and uh, over the course of time, they became able to actually recreate anything on a screen and portray it on a screen. It's really fantastic to be able to, to, be able to see that because now with technology, uh, as long as the writing is good, and you, you could go on forever with the, the, the substance behind it. But the technology is so uh, wonderful now that they can put anything movie. They can conceive and put anything on a movie. And I bet you, I've been saying this for the last 20 years, I bet you it's going to happen that um, uh, eventually they're going to have the technology to put it in your living room where you can actually stand next to Darth Vader. Well, uh, having a duel with Luke Skywalker or something, and uh, I'm sure it would incorporate uh, a large part of your living room. But like I've seen stuff like that in in real life, and it's just a matter of time, where you know it's not just going to be on a screen; it's going to come out and pop out, not just in 3D, but in something more funky. And yeah, I can't wait to see that. I hope I live as long. I hope I live as long. I live as long as to uh, maybe make me a cyborg so I can live for another hundred years and see what's going to happen with the world. I've, I've told this, I, you know, I used to, I used to uh, work for places or be involved in places where I was in the position to talk to people that wanted to kill themselves. And I always told them, you know, Know what prevented me from wanting to kill myself from you know, early on in my life when I was an adolescent? I was, you know, um, is uh, is I, I always wanted to see what was going to happen next, not just with me, but with the world in general. It's I wanted to stay tuned instead of go someplace else. Stuff and that kind of made them think a lot too. Is I want to know what's going to happen next, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with your life, but just in life in general. Whenever somebody dies, like a celebrity dies, and I, I, you know, I, and I feel sorry and I don't like it, and I put the little sorry face on Facebook and stuff. I, one thing that always pops in my mind is, damn, they didn't. They're not going to get to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years or so. <laughs> like I want to see what's going to happen. Yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, and everybody loves Morgan Freeman. They've been trying to kill him all for years. Who doesn't? Whenever you read any meme of Morgan Freeman, do you not hear his voice saying that? You were just. We got Bernie back on. You were just. You just want to have somebody narrate your life, like like day by day, like like walking along. Somebody narrates your life. Like I'm gonna go take a shit. And, yeah, it's like I want Morgan Freeman to do that. 
I, actually, right. that would be funny to see in a movie, but then again, uh, I, I don't no, think want I want to see anybody. Want to see they, would, they would absolutely not want to see my life in a movie, but that would be cool, though. I'd like to watch that, though, you know, on the low. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me it'll be like an episode of Intervention. No, it's no, there's okay, no Intervention. Okay, I'm moving. I, I, I know it wouldn't, Vernus. I, I, I know you're a good guy. I, yeah, I was making a joke. Yeah, but wouldn't it be kind of interesting if Morgan Freeman did? Yeah. You, I was listening to Robin Williams. I, I was listening to Robin Williams. There, there can never be another Robin Williams. There can never be. There there can never be. Exactly. Yeah. And never. Ever. And honestly, oh, wait, Alexis. Medication time, we will be willing to woo-woo. We got an Alexa, uh, Alexis now. Hold on. She's going to make the another announcement. Okay. Bringing it um, back to what Nick said earlier I, I about. Do, I do totally have to agree with um, Bernice with that. There will never be another Robin Williams. It just like with Gene Wilder, with uh, Willy yeah, Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. they're remaking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Guess who's going to be Willy Wonka and Barney Depp? Oh, they're no. I don't think there will ever be another Gene Wilder. There will never be another one. I don't think that there will ever be another single one of us. But I think that uh, it's it's really cool that they carry on with the stories. Yeah. And and it's really great that they did like in a, a live version of Aladdin. Uh, I was really yeah. skeptical myself about it, but then I saw the last trailer and I thought, you know what, that looks like it's going to really work. But I mean, whether it does or does, we still continue on with our lives. Sometimes there's movies that are really shitty, and then sometimes there's movies that really astound us and stuff. Yeah, but it's great that they go on. Okay. Yeah. Also, there's another movie that I want to get y'all's attention drawn to. Have y'all any of you guys seen the new trailer for the Star Wars movie? Oh yeah. So yeah. You have you seen? It? Better yet, have you seen the trailer for the Star Wars movie where that one guy like cried when he was watching it? It's all over the no. internet. Oh, it's it's great and stuff. Uh, he's got like a million viewers, and it's his reaction to the Star Wars trailer. It's like really funny. But yeah, no, I mean I'm a I, I'm uh, as a movie fan, um, I used to live uh, in Anaheim, and my friends and I used to go regularly, like almost every weekend to Hollywood to see like world premieres and all blah, blah, blah. So nowadays, I don't really go to the theaters because they're expensive. I got my own home theater thing yeah. and uh, and then stuff. But one movie that I do, one movie series I do want to go See time it comes out is a Star Wars movie. When it comes out in the theaters, I go, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so I think the Last Jedi, the Last Jedi was good. I didn't, I personally didn't like the Han Solo movie that they did. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I didn't. I, I really did. I liked, I liked it a lot. I liked Amelia Clark. Um, I liked her character. Um, yes. I just yeah. feel like I'm just so like partial to um, Harrison Ford playing Han, and 
it's like there's like and there like we were saying like there will never be another Harrison Ford and that's just such an iconic role and it's always so shocking to me when I hear that he he wanted them he wanted them to just kill him off he was just like just kill Han off please kill him off and then like yeah he he got he finally got his wish and Force Awakening um but it, I and then. I feel like the only reason that they did Harrison Ford Harrison movie, Ford is oh Harrison Ford is having a great deal on cars down the street. And oh, never yeah. mind, I just said. Harris come to Harrison Ford. We sell Harrison Ford. We sell Millennium Yeah. you got to stick up for me on this one. Okay. She was not supposed to be a dork. Harrison Ford is a great actor, but I, I, want, I want to cut the I want to cut the um the conversation to a, a little bit Thrones, different. The best, you, the best, the best on, actor. She loves Michael Jackson. She loves Solomon Burke, Louis Armstrong. Game of Thrones, they don't fit. Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. That's where it's at. There you go. Yes. See? Oh my goodness. I feel like I feel like when Hollywood finally loses like um Morgan Freeman, Clint Eastwood, Betty White, it's gonna be like really uh, sad Hoffman, when they like when we lose uh, like Ken all Hoffman. three of them. I will personally I I'll, I'll put this on the air. I I will personally give my left leg, my whole leg to be a Paul Bear at Clint Eastwood's funeral. I will do that. I would too. But here's the thing: have you ever seen Have you ever seen the video of it's Betty White? It's like it's on YouTube uh, where she's doing like um, where she does like this tribute to Morgan Freeman, and in the audience it's um, Clint Eastwood's in the audience, and she literally sees him, and she's doing her performance. And she sees Clint Eastwood, and she's like, oh, Clint, hey, I didn't know you were going to be here. Call me. Did you guys, did you guys see Did you guys see that um, tribute? That, see, Adam Sandler came back for the first time since the 90s for, for um, Saturday Night Live. He did the tribute to uh, Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live. Did you guys see that? No, I didn't. I, I am backed up on my Saturday Night Live. I, I am I mean, liking I, I Saturday Night Live again because it's funny again. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I'm not Adam Sandler, was on, Adam Sandler was on there for the first time since the 90s, and he did an absolute remarkable. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. He, um, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley, were, you know, they were on SNL together you know, back in the day, back in the early 90s and stuff. So he did an absolute remarkable tribute to Chris Farley. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, because Chris Farley, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of his, but I respected him. Does that make you know sense? Who, you, know, you know who I miss from back in the day? I miss John Candy. And, and, um, oh, and, yeah. dude, I'm bowing. <laughs> I am totally. Here's a quarter. Why don't you go Round in the alley and get a rat to knock it's like, that mole. It's like, it's like I'm not. 
It's like I'm not uh, crying. Uncle you're crying. Buck, man, that was the that was oh the my movie. Gosh. Great, great, great outdoors. Great outdoors is with the killer. Ah, uh, great outdoors. I see his trees. No, the best scene in that entire movie is when he's coming back from the bear chase, and he's just like. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, he's kicking the legs off. Hamsters. See, you can't make you can't make you can't make comedy like that no more. See, you go further back than that in comedy and in, in Hollywood comedy. You go back further than that. You got you got people uh, like the honeymooners. You know, I love Lucy. All that you can't you Beverly Hillbillies. You can't make that up. Yeah. Exactly. You and know I what? Like, I still I remember really where I movies. was when I heard the news that John Candy died. I was, it was, believe it or not, we still had to turn the dial. We didn't have to speak on the radio. And I turned in the 104.7 WNOK, and they just announced John Candy died. I was in the projection booth at uh for my You know, you you go back like John Candy, you got you got John Belushi, all those people from back in the day, you know, they all died. Uh, see, you know, Chris Foley, he died of a he died of an overdose. It was like um oh god, uh, cocaine and um it, it was several things. He died of an overdose, it was a sad death. But um, but but the the power and the legacy that they left behind is immaculate. It still works to this day. Here, here's another one. And in fact, uh, Bernice and Kayla, here's a little secret. I was assistant manager at Winsongton, and I got a phone call in the box office. I was in there, and I picked up the phone, and it was your sister and your mother. Lynn, and she gave me the news that Phil Hartman just died. I yeah, was that, like, that what? Too. I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. I was totally shocked about that one, too. I was, and, and I thought that was really cool that your sister and your mom and my friend which I will say that Lynn is my friend. I've known her for so many years. She called me up, and she knew that I was a, fr- a fan of Phil Hartman, and she Bill, found Bill out Hartman on the news that talent. he died. So that's kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of... You know, like, no, like you, you, even, you know, even all the all the talent that just passed away over the years. You go back in the day, like you know, back before my time. You see, I'm old school country, like like Patsy Cline, Conway Twitty, and stuff. You can't you can't recreate the talent that these people had. You can't recreate it. I mean, you can try, but you can't do it. That's funny that you mentioned Conway Twenty because I was actually going to make that the opening theme song. I don't think I should play it. Because I think we got a really you know, good like, conversation like, like going Bob, on. Like Bob, Bob Marley, you go back in back in time. You know, all these celebrities, all these people are talented from back in the day to pass away. Like Bruce Lee, you can't re, you can try to emulate, and you might get close, but you will never bring out what they had. You will never, never. ever. And I That's just feel like absolutely correct. I feel like especially like comedy movies. 
like back in the day were just generally better. Like I particularly don't like comedy movies that they put out nowadays because I just feel like they go like almost every single one of them go Avengers and comic books and when do we get to watch a movie? Get, but get, hey, but don't get to smash <laughs> my comic book movies, Francie. Hey, okay. Come on, every time you turn on anything, it's like coming to theater soon. Oh, the yeah. Avengers. Oh, Iron Man, Batman. But, 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 but I'm but sorry, but the Avengers Endgame. I want to watch a dog's adventure. Box office record. Oh, it hit two. Billion dollars. I, I, it has I the know biggest that. That's why they're banking on it. But why not do something different? Like do a movie that people will go to and cry to now. Not Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know you're right. But think about it. Would you like this? I want to see a dog's adventure. You want to see yeah, a what? And I want to see Avengers. But, yeah, but here's the thing. We, we live, like, here's the thing. With all, like, these comic book movies and everything that they're coming out with, like Nick said, a lot of people grew up um, reading the comic books when, like, they first came out. And, like, a lot of them, like, they were like, ooh, this would be so cool to see on um, screen. Not only do you have, like, kids that are like kids from my generation that um, are fans of comics, but you're also bringing in, like, people that were fans of the comic books when, like, they first came out. And it's just, like, bridging, like, that gap. And here's the thing with, like, superhero movies and everything. It truly is, like, kind of an escape in a way because when you go down and you sit down and, you like, you watch these movies, you're like, oh, this is so cool. And, you like, you kind of wish it would happen. And, like, that's why they do a lot of these movies. And the – It's just, like games. I can escape from this. I, I I don't know. I, I want to see a regular movie that doesn't have to deal with the Avengers, even though... And they do make it. Kayla, I don't agree with me on this one. Bernie, she might be... You know, like, I'm listening. I come on, Robert Downey here is sexy. Okay, he's, he's a hard drop. I loved him in the 80s. I loved him in the '90s, and I love him still. But and that's why I think, I think, I think he is like I love Robert Downey Jr. and um, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, if I like, I had to pick. If like, if I had to pick between like Iron Man, know, like Captain America, I would choose Iron Man know, just because like I love Robert Downey Jr. so do much. Why, do you know why I respect Robert Downey Everybody Jr. Does. so much? But do you know why I what, personally what respect Robert is? Downey Jr. so much? Robert Downey Jr. I, has so I much... do, too, because but, he but, but was, why did, why did oh, man, him? in the 80s and the 90s. Michaela, if you knew Robert Downey Jr. in the 80s and 90s, you would be like, oh, he's a disaster. Oh, wow. He's now the number one comeback. 
Because this is why, because he had so many trouble. He had so much trouble. He had drug use, he was alcohol abuse, everything. He came back when uh, everybody left him. He, he, came he appeared back. in court and begged the judge for help. He came, I mean, yeah, he was he he was he was at his absolute low, and everybody left him pretty much. He came back from nothing and brought himself back up. I respect that. Yes, and I, I totally respect him. And, and, like, and like one of the biggest reasons why I think he's like such respected for that is because like a lot of celebrities, if they go through like a hardship or anything, they try to like hide it, like sweep it under the rug and everything. But he didn't. Like he, he didn't. He accepted that he had like problems, and he was willing to accept like try and fix them. It took him a while, but it wasn't like after he fixed them, he didn't act like. They didn't happen. He was just when, like, yeah, it happened, but Robert, it was in the past. When Robert Downey Jr. came back, he came back with an absolute vengeance. You know, see, I respect that because you see with me, a lot of, I mean, you guys know, but, you know, I had to learn how to walk again. I, I did. I was wheelchair bound for a while. I'm, I mean, you know, Kayla, you've probably seen that, you know, over the years, you know, a couple of years ago. I, I the strength it takes to come back from nothing. That's powerful. I respect that. And 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 he did that. And he's he's the number one comeback kid. It used to be John Travolta. But Robert Downey Junior has now beat him. You know the thing with me is, you know, people see me now, and they're 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 the people that meet me in, in the last you know year or more, a couple of years. They're like they they never would have believed it. I came back from absolute nothing, and I am better than I've ever been. And I respect that about Robert Downey Jr. And you're you're about to walk across the country. Yeah, for charity, absolutely. I'm walking from um, Surfside to San Diego, about uh, give or take 3,000 miles. It's been a long walk. I'm, I might be tired at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, I'm this in the is absolute, awesome. I am in the absolute best shape that I've ever been in my, my life, ever. I work out. You know, I, I get out, I work. I hit the gym, everything. I'm in the absolute best shape of my life. That's that's great. I'm I'm really proud of you, Vernus. In fact, uh throughout the time that I've met you, you know, I've seen how you've grown. And I think I that's great. Uh, you know, let me um, see if I can get Nick. Huh, I think Nick's eating some tacos. Ah, Cinco de Mayo. Let him eat him. Let him eat him. Let him eat him. It's Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. It's going to be a, kind of like a week-long birthday. That's how it happens. 
<laughs> so yeah, this is just uh, this kind of starts it. But yeah, today was Cinco de Mayo. Yesterday was May the fourth. Be with you. And then, so it's a very. Oh yeah, it's a very festive uh, weekend. In other words, yeah, I was um, very festive. I was trying to fly out. I was trying to fly out. See, every year, every year I fly out to San Antonio, Texas. You know, I got friends out there. I go hang out with them, the Riverwalk, the Alamo, and stuff. We hang out for Cinco de Mayo, but I couldn't get up. You know, I fly standby. You know, I tried five flights on Friday. I couldn't get out. Oh, oh. Well, you know, Cinco de Mayo is what you make of it anyway. As long as you've got people around you and stuff, you could always eat tacos. <laughs> well, you could eat tacos by yourself anyway. But yeah. Uh, yeah you, can, <laughs> you can always eat tacos. It's like Cheerios. You know, just get you some tacos. You know, but see, here's the thing. The thing is, though, you can go to Taco Bell. You can go to these little, you know, BS chains. You know, I, I don't. I don't, you know, dismiss Taco Bell, you know, because it's good for what it is, but I love authentic. I love hitting those little, you know, hole-in-the-wall places. Oh, me too. That, uh, especially those. Even when we're talking about burgers and not tacos, I love all hole-in-the-wall places like that because there's yeah. they're something different. They they feel more like they're original or homemade or something. They, they, you know, they're just different. Dude, if you ever make it back to South Carolina, there's a place by the bowling alley called D's Wings. I love, I love bowling. We can go to D's Wings. They have absolute great service, cheap food. We can hit up the, the bowling. You know, it's only like, I don't know, like five, maybe ten bucks a pop, you know, per game. And we can chug, you know, pictures of beer and eat wings. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh, you got to go back there sometime. Just got to get the yeah. money and the time to do it. Yeah, my uh, my folks yeah, are uh, actually a big. I would love to come. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be great too. You're more than welcome here. In fact, that would be easier with my folks and everything, and with the Alzheimer's stuff and stuff going on. It's hard to actually get away, even no, if we had a little cash I'm, to I'm do so. Sure, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. Francie is talking to you about you know my my parents' health. You know is is pretty downhill now, especially my dad. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get some neurologists. I'm trying to get some neurologists in. I'm thinking my dad's got early early onset de- de- dementia. Oh. Uh, yeah, dementia sucks. It sucks, and yeah, yeah. and you know, being being that uh, uh, you know, uh, this is an everyday thing for me with my folks and all that, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, people like you, uh, other people I've talked to that have to deal with the, somebody that they love, that they live with, or whatever, dealing with that. Um, one cannot help. Maybe I speak for myself, but I don't think so. One cannot help but yeah. think of, is that what I'm going to turn out to be? <laughs> you know, yeah. in life, absolutely. am I going to like lose my absolutely you know, money? And the thing is, you know, a lot of people think think that they're dealing with it. I, I, I want to say this on there: a lot of people are thinking they're dealing with this stuff alone. You're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. And you need to you need to talk about it because if you keep this stuff bottled down, it's going to kill you. Not 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 physically, but it's going to kill you inside, and it'll resonate on, into the physical. 
Yeah, you know, you kind of hit uh, upon something that I always tell writers. Um, and uh, writing all of my life and all that jazz and everything, um, um, writing is also therapy. And um, if you don't have anybody to tell these things to, if you can write them down, especially not just journal-wise, like in, you know, matter of fact, you know, and um, that's good too, but if you fictionalize them, if you can fictionalize it, add elements to it to kind of, okay, you're writing about yourself, but let's go into a fantasy mode too so that you can like drift off with it and yeah. add other elements to it and stuff. And then uh, ultimately when you're finished with it, it's something that you could actually convey to the world. And that's that, part that, of the magic that, of actually writing too, that, that, that a lot of people that aren't writers, they don't really understand. I, I, I have done, I, you know, I love, I love community work. I love community work. I love getting out of people after, you know, when Katrina hit, and in 2005, I spent a lot of time on the Gulf Coast. I spent a lot of time down there. I met a lot of people. The greatest, the greatest love, the greatest thing I, I think, me personally, in my experience, the greatest thing that I could ever do in my life is help other people. That's what I love to do. Oh well, yeah. Well, that's it. there's nothing more nobler than that. No matter what it is you do, while you're doing it, help other people. Even if that's the center of what you do is helping other people, all the yeah, better. I, 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 at this point in my life, I, I have traveled so many places, and I've been absolutely blessed. You see, I grew up, I don't know if Francie told you, but I, I grew up, to say I was poor would be an understatement. I grew up, I grew up in the ghetto, I grew up in the hood. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff that probably no kids probably should have seen. But I've taken every lesson in life, and I've built that to make me who I am today. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's that's what happens, especially if you pay attention. You can learn lessons like that in life, and you can ignore them and run away from them. But if you pay attention to them, it makes you a better person. I do. Uh, you know, you know? And, and, and in 20, and 2015, I had an accident happen to me in April of that year, and it almost cost me my absolute ability to walk again. A lot of people don't know when I was besides that, when I was a kid, I was cross-eyed when I was a baby. I had to to have surgery to recorrect that, and which it did, but the doctor botched the surgery. I'm entirely blind in my right eye. A lot of people don't know that, but I, I have found back. I have bounced back, and I am a powerhouse of absolute. I I give the world hell, but in a good way. <laughs> wow, you know, little known fact that just reminds me of um, uh, what my parents told me back when I was a kid that when I was born, my legs were like bull legged or something. Yeah. When I was born, and the doctor was saying that I I would have a hard time walking. Um, but uh, I never knew that because uh, uh, for whatever reason, I just grew okay. And I never, you know, had a problem walking or anything. As a matter of fact, I, I used to walk every, all around. One time uh, I, um, uh, I, uh, when I lived in Anaheim, I took a friend of mine with me uh, in my car to uh, Los Angeles and, um, and halfway back, 
the the car conked out and I left it there and I I forgot what the circumstances were but it pissed me off so much that I ended up walking all the way home miles and yeah. miles and miles and I kept looking back at my friend and he was like way way behind me yeah. I would have to like wait for him to and he was going dude you're crazy you're crazy why don't you call somebody no I'm just gonna walk <laughs> but uh, gee yeah and you know just um, uh, a, 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 whatever light life uh gives to you uh uh you just you have to deal with it and just yeah. kind of I don't, I don't sometimes you uh, 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 continue i don't mean to interrupt you i'll let you finish no that's uh that's all right that's, uh, <laughs> that's all right the, um, the um you know I, you know i believe i believe in god i believe in you know, I, I i don't push you know my belief system on anybody i don't believe in it that's 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 not classy but um, you know, I was raised, you know, in the South. I was raised in the Bible Belt and everything. You know, I was raised Baptist, Mormon, everything, and I, I was brought to learn that Jesus once said that there's no greater love than to lay one's life down for one's friends, and that that resonated in me for so many years to this day. That is the absolute truth. I got a buddy of mine. His name is Frank. I call him Frankie, you know, he's from Jersey and everything. He served two tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. He is he's a cop now, he's a good guy, you know, I've known him for a lot of years. He is a beast. They, um he's been he's been shot numerous times. They 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 actually tried to kill him in Afghanistan with an IED. He got blew out of a Humvee. Um and he's, wow. he's still got the stars and stuff. This guy Will will absolutely is the definition of he will lay his life down for his friends. He is the definition of that. Wow. Well, you know that is true. I mean, uh, and you know you see it in movies nowadays with like uh, superhero movies and you know <laughs> and stuff. But um, with that that as an example, I mean it's inherent in our nature uh, to. Um, to uh to um value uh, people's lives like that whether we go away from that is up to us but it's it's you know it's called a conscience <laughs> for one thing and that's the ultimate of consciousness is to is to uh just at the spur of the moment is like in battle whatever at home when something is going on that's you know i mean yeah, an example is in so many horror movies too where it's a spur of the moment thing i'm am i going to run or am i going to that creature's mauling my girlfriend am i going to save her or am i going to run for the forest you know it's just uh, it's that's all metaphorical but it's still that's that inherent in all of us yeah people think people think people think you know who am I? I? You know, I, I can't be some superhero. I can't be Superman. You know, I can't fight. You know, the war on terrorism or you know, blah, blah blah. I can't do this and that. But it's the little things. You, you uh, the thing is, you don't know what people are going through personally in their life. You can you can go to a store and you can hold a door open for somebody, and that might be the game changer for their life. They might be going through a shit today. You hold that door and just that nice gesture can turn a ripple into a tsunami. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Francie, Francie is telling me that the show's about to end. Um, yeah. Is there somebody coughing in the background? What is that noise? What is that sound? What is... 
I have Is Jeff Wynn still there? Another year over and it's your birthday. What an auspicious occasion. Time to reminisce. Time to reflect on achievements like all your other birthdays are awesome. Okay then, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, that's it then. Over for another year. Okay, thank you. Everybody go home now. Go on, out the door you came in. Just go, will you? Let's not make it anything more than it is. Great. Well, that's it then for another year. Piece of cake. <laughs> there was John Cleese. What the hell? Hey, that was John Cleese. That was weird. That was- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.